0: Yes, and welcome to, or welcome back to, the home of good news, interesting stories from history, and hopefully a few jokes in a way. I'm Callum, and this is That's News To Me. We've been inundated again with more various different good news from around the world, but before we get there, me need to introduce someone who is special to me. He's as sound as a pound, but he's not so round. It's Buster. How you doing, <laughs> mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. I just said that you're not fat. i nice. Oh, that's very podcast. nice. Yeah, exactly. I've
1: been, I've been, and I've been dieting. Thanks for noticing on the webcam because it's difficult to yeah. tell with the sort of like nipple mm. up view that you have on the webcam that I've mm. lost some weight.
0: Yes, we both but do I've naked since. Just yeah, obviously. That's obviously yeah, yeah. the nipples because
1: yeah. the the clothes rustling is picked up by the sensitive mics in our yeah. home studios
0: someone once said I was having a little bit of banter in a taxi and they thought that my signature at the end was was harsh but I thought it was quite nice I said as I was leaving the taxi I said I hope you don't die mate I I genuinely mean it I think that's quite a nice thing to say it's worse than saying I "I hope you do die it it, it is true given
1: that alternative but to say to someone that I hope you never die that's you know isn't that cursing them
0: well, uh, he was yeah, just they're, saying they're, that death follows me everywhere, so there is a bit of context behind it, and I just... God, this well, sounds if... a
1: quite heavy conversation for an Uber pool.
0: Yeah, wow, well, it was one of the local taxis, wasn't it, in Brighton? Don't worry about him.
1: Ah. Uh, it's alright. I don't know if that makes any difference. No. It's still a pretty heavy conversation.
0: In amongst friends, yeah. But I, I think it's quite I don't nice think I've ever say. wished
1: anybody would never die. I'd like to say I've never wished anyone dead, but probably in my... In my less worthy moments. <laughs> and what is horrible about what I said? Would you like to live forever? Freddie Mercury didn't want to. That was that song, wasn't it? He wants to live forever.
0: It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that I didn't want him to never die, which is weird. But I, I, I didn't want him to die in in the close future.
1: Yeah, don't die soon or unexpectedly.
0: That's what I meant. Yeah, I think that's quite mm. a nice thing to say to someone.
1: It's very Vulcan, like straight, pretty direct. Yeah. I hope you have any. I hope you have no surprisingly bad financial news in the next four to seven years. <laughs> Something like that. Just keeping it, keeping it realistic.
0: Yeah, I think that's quite nice. I hope that houses continue to rise, so you stay in positive equity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wish you good luck with your ongoing expansion of your antique tent peg collection. Good day. <laughs>
0: What we should do, Buster, is get on with some good news. Let's do it. Lovely. First bit of good news is a transgender woman in, in Pakistan has created the first Islamic religious school, which is also called Madrasa, for transgender-only pupils. As we well know, that a lot of families in Pakistan aren't very... You know, happy with with their kids being transgender, and what would normally happen is they'd either get kicked out, and then when they do get kicked out, get kicked out, or they haven't been, you know, maybe harmed in any way. They have nowhere to go, and there's no support services, and then they can usually get into some bad stuff um, within their country. So this has created a place where people can still go and practice their religion, and also be who they are. So that's really really lovely place for them to go in in, in a place where we've, we've covered it before where probably human uh, rights is at its lowest around the world so yeah it's a great little bit of news there
1: yeah that's great it's uh, yeah as you say it's kind of like the uh, the the political wedge of progressive politics at the moment isn't it transgender rights and uh yeah that's fab news i've got a bit of good news for you from a place that we don't often get good news virginia in north america they've just passed a, a new bill which is banning cosmetic testing on animals so it's going to come into effect on january the first next year 2022 and it uh, it's called the virginia humane cosmetics act and it's just become law so Amazing. this makes virginia the fourth state in the u.s to ban this and it's now heaping pressure on the american epa the environmental protection agency to um put an end to animal testing as a federal law so affecting multiple states
0: we all know from the simpsons movie uh what the epa is yeah. that's yes. the only reason why anyone in the uk knows what the epa is just keep um, dooming towns <laughs> but yeah the U- eu did this a long long time ago um i think people can still buy cosmetic products that have been tested on animals outside of the mm-hmm. eu but you can't you can't do any testing inside the EU which actually just made a lot of companies just move their cosmetic surgery places Mm -hmm. from the EU and just went oh we'll just take it just outside yeah which is the danger with stuff like
1: that and actually one of the really great things about this um, Humane Cosmetics Act is that it also includes banning the sale of cosmetics tested on animals so that that, that, as you really rightly bring up that's a big problem you can just shift the problem to a neighbouring state or another country but yeah that that is covered in this bill which is which is great
0: real that is great uh another bit of good news is spain has passed a law to legalize euthanasia they've become the fourth country in europe to allow people to end their own life in circumstances and it allows people with any kind of serious and incurable diseases that cause unbearable suffering to end their life i think that i think we should just go as far enough if people want to be able to end their lives they're going to be ending their lives in kind of like horrible ways why can't we do it more nicely for them if if, if they want to end their life in my personal opinion i think you know it's not doing god's work it's just if someone wants to end their life it'd be much nicer that they do it there than suffering on their own in a dodgy flat or, or something i don't know what kind of circumstances some people have themselves in i just mm. think it's nicer someone's to do it there is always a question though um, about whether or not, let's say if someone says in their will or their, their wish to be euthanized when, let's say they have dementia, then they get to actually have dementia and then they're like, no, no, no actually I, I don't want to be killed, I'm fine with having dementia so you you would say at first they were of sound mind to make that decision later on they have dementia and they're probably not of sound mind but you can't really kill them can you because they've said they want to live and then they turn around and say actually i do want to be killed five years later they're like well you're really not of sound mind now so we can't take in what you're saying so there's a there is a lot of questions about how to do this ethically right but you know having people do this rather than Suffering for all of their life, and if they wish to end it in the nicest way possible, then I think people should be given the right to do so. I think it's quite nice, yeah. Personally.
1: It's, I mean, it's fraught with complexity, and it's a subject that has to be dealt with great, like, emotional, ethical, and scientific sensitivity. But the problem for a lot of people in a lot of cases is because it's just illegal in a lot of places, that debate and those discussions can't even really meaningfully happen. It's not yeah. like that something like the starting is gonna suddenly mean doctors are going to be able to go around like with the like the power of a vet you know vets can just put pets down whenever it's like a friday afternoon and you know bring your cat in with a cold he's like yeah he's had a good innings pow
0: that's the reason Whereas why I don't that's, want to that's become not going to happen vet. with
1: doctors yeah <laughs> just the love reason, and, and love often and, animals
0: and seven years of study that was also another reason mm. why i didn't want to become a vet and also i wasn't clever enough but apart from that euthanizing animals was the number one reason collecting the pelts I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it.
1: So, um, in a handbrake turn, topic-wise, uh, I've got some good news uh, from the very elderly, and good news for about children. So, children in Wales uh, are going to have a new curriculum starting next year, which will talk about racism and the contribution of Black, Asian, and minority ethnic communities to Welsh society. So, um, yeah, it's, it's instead of just having Black History Month children in Wales will have an appreciation of BMA, BAMA history and um, it's part of their curriculum which is fantastic and um, it's been the work of a lot of uh, great professors and academics who've been lobbying uh, the Welsh Government for this and it's due to be introduced in 2022.
0: Brilliant and yeah. we, all, we all know that history is written by the winners and um, I think that Akala talks about this. You go watch Akala. He's brilliant. He talks about this a lot. He is fantastic, yeah. And um, he just discusses how, like, he's like, everyone in the UK think that all black people were just slaves and that's their only history and it's just not the case at all they, a lot of people yeah, outside being of, white yeah. have some fantastic brilliant Mansa Musa for example for just for one person what, you know, one of the richest people one of your favourites yeah one of my favourites love, love Mansa Musa and also the black people of Haiti were the first people to make slavery illegal but I just think this, yeah, that's amazing, and it'll be nice just to have a more representative history of when you're at school. That's just that's just it, isn't it? It's just a yeah. bit more representation, and bit, actually learn uh, about history about the people that you're living with and yeah, being
1: around. Yeah, and I think the key to uh, to education. Uh, I mean, I'm no pedagogue, so this is spoken from opinion, not um, Yes,
0: I'm not pedagogue. Means.
1: Sort of yeah. Um, yeah, but the word encyclopedia actually means like um, a full and diverse teaching of children so children should be taught everything a little bit of everything so that they can find their strengths and they can understand the world in a more holistic way so I'm all for it, the more the interesting um, and rounded education kids can have the better.
0: Next bit of good news is um, a thing called a skybrater. Isn't that? I'm, I'm interested already. I know, right? But it's nothing that you can stick up yourself. It is <laughs> a wind farm that you can basically put into your back garden. It's about three meters high. It's bladeless turbine, and it could end up powering kind of our homes. It is really, really cool. Um, they have a startup just outside of Madrid, and they're utilizing these kind of bladeless wind turbines which they're calling sky breakers, uh, to, to generate yeah I know right
1: they're going to get so much attention for that that's re... it's probably as, as clever as the
0: technology that they're using is the name <laughs> yeah um and the uh, and what the uh, article says is the unmistakably phallic design <laughs> wonderful <laughs> attracted 94,000 ratings and 3,500 comments from the site so everyone was basically saying that it looked like a penis. Um, oh, so yeah. That was going to
1: be my next question, is could you talk us through how or what a bladeless wind turbine looks like other it's than ju- giant it's just,
0: penis? It's just a white pole. Just a white pole. That's all it is. Ah. Yeah. Um, but a scaled-down version could be as small as one metre high and could actually power a lot of people's houses. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: And do they produce enough energy at the moment, or is there a plan to produce enough energy from one of these units to produce a normal-sized household, let's say like a house of two or three people?
0: Well, yeah, a two-metre two turbine can power as much electricity as a 20-square-metre of solar panels. So oh, right, so quite, probably quite, quite a lot. lot then, yeah, that yeah. would probably do a decent
1: share of somebody's house. and produce a corner Odin uh, points out that the Republicans are going to have a new argument to saying no to wind power now, aren't they? Yeah. Not in my backyard. I <laughs> want a huge penis in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a, I've got a, a funny uh, good news story for you. So, uh, And we discussed this on a previous episode about lights left on uh, at nighttime on high streets. So with people yeah. not on the high street and with a lot of shops that uh, certainly in the UK are closed because they're deemed to be non-essential. So clothes shops and... Um, antique tent peg shops and whatnot. There's uh, a lot of places in, in, particularly here in the capital with Oxford Street, that are just sitting with big lights on, on the high street all the time. And they're advertising precisely shit all to no one. So what a waste of energy. And some activists in France have taken on a, a more direct approach to this problem. And they've been parkouring around the street and flipping the lights off wow. of these uh, these signs. And videos of them doing them, um, doing this as part of their lights off movement, have gone viral on, uh, I believe it's a website called TikTok or something like that. I think it's like Vine or MySpace. Um, videos have gone viral on on TikTok of these uh, people climbing, scaling up buildings and uh, and billboards to switch off the lights. It's very cool.
0: My last bit of good news this week is that there could be a long term viable method of actually reducing the emissions from cows' farts and burps. As we know, that one of the biggest problems with, with CO2 emissions and methane going into the air and potent greenhouse gases is cows. Uh, I think they're, they're the single largest mm-hmm. contributor. That'd be right, uh, Buster.
1: I think for methane, they are definitely, which is a much stronger greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide, yeah.
0: Right, and um, so what they've been doing is actually feeding cattle seaweed, and their belch has 82% less methane in it. Whoa. It's a big reduction, so if everyone was able to get, and these are obviously the first kind of studies on, on bovines, if if this could be true, and we have a, a, a shit ton of seaweed as well, I think we've covered mm. how much seaweed we have before. Like we have like loads of seaweed. Uh, if we were able to do that, it can be grown details, in the wild
1: super easily as well. Yeah, you can just chuck a rope in the sea, and you can grow a lot of. Um, in most temperate parts of the world, you can chuck a bit of rope in the water, and it'll be covered in seaweed within a this season. This could
0: this could make me feel a lot whole better about about eating burgers and stuff. It's well exciting i won't mm. feel as bad still you won't have a to wait bad. for
1: lab grown meat technology to improve you can still enjoy no, exactly nice
0: steak. exactly it's a really good idea the farmers what they're trying to do is they're trying to get more environmentally friendly because we can just grow meat in labs now i think um but yeah really really cool stuff um who knew yeah that's they love, fantastic they, cows love sushi and <laughs> yeah that's the world Right then, I think that's enough of the good news this week. Let's get on with your uh, story.
1: This week, it's a story about the life and death of Elmer McCurdy. He's a real Wild West rootin' tootin' train and bank robber. Nice. So, a long time ago we talked about the fake Westworld and all of the, like, staged... Stuff going on there. Yeah. This is a real, like, knee slapping, gun slinging, spitting into pots in a bar.
0: Non yellow bellied kind of person. He's got
1: a skin coloured belly. Yeah. And he's called Elmer McCurdy. So, quick background who he is before he's. it's,
0: it's, It's almost custard, curdy custard. Yellow. Yeah, would we'll go along and, with that quite nicely. And
1: also, just a very unique name. I don't know anyone other than Elmer Fod who's called Elmer.
0: Maybe I might call my next dog Elmer then. Try and bring it round. Try and get.
1: Well, wait till you hear the story. Okay, before oh, you. well,
0: okay. Uh, um, I will be calling <laughs> him Elmer pending this story.
1: Okay, um, Elmer pending story is a really nice name for a dog, eh? <laughs> Wish you all the best. <laughs> so, quick background to before he started his criminal career. He was born in 1880, so like peak, mm-hmm. you know, gold rush, wild west sort of era. Um, and like a lot of criminals, troubled upbringing, family weren't around, a lot of people and his family died when he was very young. So before he was even an adult, in his teens, he developed a drinking problem that was part of his life for the rest of his life he um, had a load of jobs as he grew up trained as a plumber um, and as a lead miner so sort of weirdly focused around lead and I think this exposure to lead may explain some characteristics of him later on but because of his drinking he struggled to hold down any jobs and sort of bounced around town to town travelling all over then he joined the army this seems like a natural career step for someone who is a drunk plumber like drunk plumber like and lead miner the army seems the next one and they decided the best use of his lack of skills was to train him to use machine guns and demolitions equipment namely nitroglycerin that's like the key ingredient of dynamite but it's less stable it's quite dangerous and you drop it and it blows up right um this is seems like totally insane but he didn't drop any of the nitroglycerin survived and as far as we know caused no major incidents and was honorably discharged after three years and the year now it takes us to 1910 he decides after leaving the army that he's going to put his army train to good use but is soon arrested his first arrest he is found with the following chisels hacksaws funnels for nitroglycerin gunpowder and bags with dollar signs and the word SWAG written on them.
0: Well, if you if if you really want to be caught, you, you have bags full of dollar signs and the yeah. word SWAG on them.
1: <laughs> if you were walking down the street with <laughs> chiseled hacksaws, funnels, gunpowder and sacks with dollar signs on, or euro or pound signs on them, what would be the excuse you give to the cops to avoid... <laughs> the slammer
0: I would say that I'm having a combined fireworks celebration and mm-hmm. s party just, <laughs> just combining them I've got a chisel together.
1: fetish and I'm a collector just... of antique bags what of exactly. it, sir?
0: <laughs> that's what the gun is there to explode. And set yeah, up all I love the, yeah, stuff. the
1: fireworks. Too, cause, fireworks
0: you know. and then the funnel. Well, that's a sex thing. I'm, exactly. <laughs> I'm a drunk and the best way to get it into yeah. the system is by going upside down.
1: Yeah, it's true. You've never been drunk until you've been funnel drunk. Funnel drunk <laughs> is the best kind of drunk. <laughs> How was your weekend? Mate, I was funnel funneled. the entire I was time.
0: completely funneled. <laughs> you should have well, sent me afterwards just funneling them out. Well, I was funneling yeah. everywhere.
1: The night started off really wide and then tapered to... <laughs> 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 I barely got out alive.
0: <laughs> I didn't think I'd be able to get that drink into my drink, but I just funneled it right in there. I actually went down, got in there much easier than yeah, I, I thought. Really well, yeah.
1: <laughs> Especially with my shaky drunk hands. <laughs> well, the actual excuse he came up with was pretty fucking hilarious. He uh, he claimed that him and the friend he was arrested with, who also had all the shit, they were designing a new type of foot-operated machine gun. Right. And um, incredibly, Wait,
0: where's, the, where's the foot pedal? Where's, I have no idea. I think he just gone?
1: thought of what kind of machine gun hasn't been invented before, and was like. One, you fire with your feet so you can hold <laughs> two at once, <laughs> and and the amazing thing is because America loves guns more than life itself, literally. He was found not guilty now because they were like, no, we can't put a, a gun entrepreneur in prison. We need him out here. Gun entrepreneur. Of, he didn't make you...
0: anything. He was, <laughs> he was. He was. He was. It sounded like he was doing Fight Club before Fight Club. That was the. Uh... So that's of, all I remember from Fight Club is nitroglycerin. Yeah, um,
1: making out of soap and stuff, aren't they?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that, so that's he, ridiculous that he his first run in with it. the
1: law, he escapes. Maybe this gives him a taste for the outlaw life, but this is when his career as an outlaw, as a, as a robber, really takes off. So, the nitroglycerin thing is important, actually, because this guy, McCurdy... His experience in the mines and also in the army using the dynamite and and uh, nitroglycerin made him like the demolition guy for the gang of robbers. So you know, you're every every good crew for a heist has got like the getaway the horse getaway guy, the you know, the guy who carries the swag bags, yeah. the the person, the psycho who's in charge of crowd control who shoots someone for no reason, and there's then the foot foot-operated machine-gun guy (laughs) who can... (laughs) And the explosives, dude. So his first big robbery, him and his gang decided to rob the. And I love the name of this. The Iron Mountain, Missouri Pacific Railway. So they decided to rob this train because they heard there was a safe on board that contained $4,000, which should be equivalent of $100,000 today. So a big haul. So him and his gang stopped the train, And now it's down to the demolitions expert. Blow the, (laughs) (laughs) blow the door on the safe. The dude uses enough nitroglycerin to like blow the train (laughs) carriage apart.
0: It was either one way or the other, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was (laughs) was, was going to be one. It was was going to be one. It was. He didn't work at all, (laughs) or it worked too well. (laughs) This (laughs) one. Do Blew up the money? this, yeah, the safe was Blittering blown it. to
1: bits. The money was <laughs> fucked. They managed to get away with some money, but the money they got away with was worth about uh, four hundred and fifty dollars, which, to be fair, is quite a bit of money. Oh, what's uh, that, 10 today, grand? be worth twelve. Yeah, twelve 10, grand. Really good yeah. guess. Yeah, so like a decent amount of money. You know, not bad for a day's you know, train blowing up. You know, covers what? some of the cost <laughs> of the nitroglycerin is used. It's used like a hundred dollars worth of bombs. <laughs> But the funny thing is, the money that they got away with was in silver <laughs> yeah, coins.
0: I, I just I just he's, he's putting like nitroglycerin everywhere, like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like Christmas decorations, <laughs> exactly all around. They're like, do we need this much nitroglycerin?
1: Seriously, no, we do need it. It's a safe. It's a safe. Imagine it like Tinsel on a Christmas tree. He's
0: just skipping around the safe place. <laughs> 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 to me, is this, this is completely necessary? Necessary? I, is it necessary? <laughs> of course it's necessary. <laughs> I imagine as
1: well that McCurdy as well definitely didn't get them to stand a safe distance away, so everyone was probably at <laughs> their hearing, fucked by this. But the best thing is the money that they made away with was then silver coins. All the paper money in the safe was completely destroyed. But they managed to get silver coins, which they had to prise off the sides of the safe. They'd melted the coins; they've been fused to parts of the train and the safe, and they managed to chisel them off and make away, make off with a bunch of melted silver coins. Well. The next robbery that uh, McCurdy's part of is kind of like you said at the top of this other one. It's the other way around. So they try and rob a citizen's bank in Kansas, and this time the explosives didn't go off at all. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the exact opposite problem. So either <laughs> he's blowing safe to fucking bits, or they're doing an embarrassing countdown, that then nothing.
0: What are you brought a BB gun for? Well, you said last time I t- brought <laughs> too much. <laughs> yeah. What's that going to do?
1: Then their next one was going to be the biggest heist ever. This is going to be the most ambitious one. They'd heard about a train passing through Oklahoma that was rumoured to be carrying $400,000. That's the equivalent wow. of $10 million today. So that's a legit big heist, like Netflix documentary drama about it. Yeah. Unfortunately, they stopped the wrong train.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So you got McCurdy, that the doesn't demolitions. not like his fault.
0: It doesn't sound like no, he's yeah. because he's, this, the yeah. train stopping is not his back. That's not his job. Yeah. That's not his job. His job, job yeah, he was... is to blow up the thing that has the thing that yeah, they want inside of it. Up. But to get to the thing that has the thing inside of it that they want, the person that is the train expert. The train stopping guy, the train yeah, the machine guy gun, gun guy. Must do his... Yeah, that be the issue. <laughs>
1: their, the guy driving the train is pedal. like, holy shit, what's that on the train? <laughs> is that a guy holding a machine gun with
0: his feet? Stop the train! No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's someone with two funnels on the end of his feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my God, it's some sort of sexual deviant. Oh, my God, it's here. Is he an alien? Is he an alien?
1: <laughs> well... So they stopped the wrong train. It turns out to be just a passenger train. What do you think the gang did? Surely they just robbed them. Robbed the people. Robbed the people, exactly. They robbed the train anyway. The haul for this robbery was slightly more modest than the $250 of melty coins from last time. Uh, They managed to nick 46 bucks from the mail clerk, uh, two large bottles of whiskey, an automatic revolver with some bullets missing, and... (laughs) A coat and the train conductors watch right and that's it
0: and and you so, know what train conductors earn us so much money that, that i bet that watch was a
1: it was probably quite a nice one yeah because you think if people need to keep time train conductors yeah it's basically like someone nicking things from the cloakroom in a nightclub and expecting <laughs> to find <laughs> they were expecting it to be fort knox and they went yeah. into oceana <laughs> instead
0: <Yeah. laughs> So what did you get out of that? Some chewing gum. Yeah. Sorted.
1: A couple of uh, the story that I read this from said that they managed to steal two demijohns of whiskey, which I had to Google. It's just a it's big a bottle. Demi <laughs> Yeah, a big it's just bottle. a big bottle. Okay. But they managed to get a couple of bottles of whiskey, which I think McCurdy was the most interested in. So he retreated to a hay shed where he'd been hiding out locally, and uh with it his cut of the Single coat, half-loaded pistol, money and whiskey, <laughs> and uh, and the train conductor's watch. But he didn't realise a bounty had been put out on him—a $2,000 bounty, so a pretty hefty one. And so a posse of sheriffs had set out to arrest him. They tracked him with bloodhound dogs and surrounded him in the hay shed. And this is where things get really Red Dead Redemption. He uh, right. he spots the sheriffs outside and he starts shooting at them, and a two-hour firefight takes place. But because McCurdy had drunk a demijohn of whiskey, he was fucked, so his aim was terrible, and when the shooting stopped, they went into the shed to find out, you know, to, to you know, capture him and try and arrest him, only to find that he's dead. He'd been oh. shot through the chest with a single bullet, a lucky shot that it had occurred through the wood of the shed. He was lying on the floor, dodging a bullet, and someone had just fired in the shed, shot him through the chest. Boom. He's bought it. Now we're only about halfway through the story of Elmer McCurdy. But he's dead. But so where do you think this is going? He's got a an interesting life after life, as it were.
0: Was he not really dead? Oh he would dead. <laughs> right, he was dead. Um did he have sex with the horse that's in the hay shed with him?
1: <laughs> and the horse babies looked like And him.
0: from last week when we had Humanzi that didn't Uh, work we actually do have a a centaur humors oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) I prefer humors humors
1: Humors sounds way funnier humors is good because it's so crowbar because it would just be human because of the itch (laughs) morse. no it's not that we're going more in a uh, uh Madame Tussaud's direction here
0: what the headlight like, wax works made of him
1: yeah so he he was taken to a local undertaker but his body was unclaimed because he was born in Maine he was doing his mean you know, a cowboying down in the in the Midwest in Oklahoma where the wind goes rushing through the plain. and uh, so no one claimed his body so the undertaker embalmed him anyway uh, and with, with like an arsenic based preservative which was like you know it's a heavy metal so it, it's solid you know that body yeah. ain't in shifting and because no one came to claim him he sort of dressed up the body shaved his face tidied him up a little bit put a gun in his hands and put him on display at the funeral home to raise a bit of cash to cover the fact that he'd embalmed this guy without anyone coming to claim his body and pay for this stuff right and he had him, like, labelled as the bandit who wouldn't give up and charge people a nickel to come and see this dead body posed with a gun at a funeral home. So
0: so it wasn't, so this was, it wasn't like a wax, but this was an actual, this was an actual, actual
1: embalmed body, yeah. he's He is wow. a, 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 a corpse that has been injected, uh, so they did an autopsy on him and stuff, and they've embalmed him to preserve his body, fill his body up with non uh, like non rotting ne- things you know
0: never heard of a taxidermy human being
1: yeah it's a, he's been taxidermied effectively yeah the story then starts here his death story as it were we've had his life story now his death story starts so right. this was 1911 he died and then 1916 after being dis- on display at this funeral home for 5 years uh, mccurdy's long lost brothers from california turned up to claim the body they were given permission, uh, and they were going to take him Elmer. for a dignified.
0: Alma, Alma, yeah. why is it? Is he just still shocked to see us, Alma?
1: Yeah, he Elmer. just looks
0: so surprised. He just looks so surprised to see Alma. <laughs> El- God, you
1: haven't aged a day since I saw you last.
0: Actually, <laughs> look
1: better than I've ever seen you before. It's amazing. It's better than Botoxes to fill yeah. yourself with gallons yeah. of arsenic.
0: Do you you earn a lot from being one of those Frozen statues? I I, I don't know why you're In this You should be out in the street doing this One of those
1: non-living statues Well, (laughs) So this guy's turned up Elmer's brothers McCurdy's brothers are going to take him home to California For burial Now you may remember the, The astute listener That this guy was not from California Turns out This was just a big Psych The guys were from a carnival. Not even in California. That was a red herring. Uh, In Kansas City, they wanted to steal him and put him as an attraction. They got away with it. They came, pretended to be his brothers, and just fucked off with this dead body to set up in a travelling freak
0: show. I don't know who's worse than this. The geezer that that took him in and looked at him and went, I'm going to make him an attraction. Or the people that saw the attraction... Didn't find it repulsive and then yeah. stole the attraction for their own means. Who's worse in that scenario? The, uh, you know what? I I because... think possibly the people
1: paying to, to like the people taking dead bodies as a sideshow. Because this is an interesting game I want to play with with you through the story. Is do you feel sorry for Elma McCurdy at this point?
0: Well, he's dead, so you know he's he he's not gonna know, is he? life's carrying on. True. Yep. Is for him, right?
1: to him, it's to all. Him, it's all. Just he just died peace and, and got quiet. away with it. Yeah.
0: He's fine. And then, do I feel bad from after this? Like, I I think it is wrong, but I can't help yeah. but laugh a little bit at the whole situation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's delve it further into uh, McCurdy's story. So he was sold to this carnival. Uh, this guy who who bought him was called Lewis hey, they Sonny They bought him. Uh,
0: Think of money you said he was sold no to- yeah shit
1: sorry he was stolen and put on a carnival right but here he was then sold so the guy who stole him for a carnival then sold him on
0: right okay to someone
1: else to this guy Lewis Sonny and this is actually quite a bit of time has passed now so he was shot killed in 1911 and skip forward 11 years he's now been sold it's 1922 and he's been sold to another carnival same sort of about- deal
0: what about the legality around this at the moment? At this point in time, is this is this all right to do? I because actually have is, no I...
1: idea, but it appears to be a, a totally legitimate thing that you can do whatever the fuck you want with criminals' bodies. Like right, it seems that, that, that this was totally all right, but but it, he was he was sold as a like a cadaver of a criminal because the guy who bought him bought him for something that he ran called a traveling museum of crime. So this museum that of crime—that is crime,
0: very specific. Yes, I mean that if is, you if you is, owned that...
1: a traveling museum of crime and you saw a d- embalmed body of a dead bandit, you'd be like, "Take my money."
0: It literally is fat kid meat cake, isn't it? Yeah, like it, it's perfect, <laughs> literally perfect. What this a...
1: uh, this traveling museum of crime as well is is just mad. They had wax works as well as the dead bodies of this guy and like what's something called death death masks. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but they would often take a plaster cast of a criminal's face at the after they were hanged or shot or whatever. And right. they had death masks of some famous outlaws and wax works of other famous outlaws and then Elmer McCurdy, the bandit that wouldn't give up. Uh actually Are these
0: all these all wax yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah this <laughs> this this they, one smells it, funny. Yeah this one <laughs> <laughs> this one looks really, really real. Yeah. Can, yeah, yeah, can the anyone work else getting... taste arsenic? <laughs> <laughs> the work on these wax sculptures is getting better all the time. Oh yeah, really great work
1: on this one. Yeah, really good I one, mean, yeah. this museum of crime as well is a bizarre situation. It was the official travelling entertainment of a famous foot race across the US which happened in 1928. So he's been with this carnival for quite a few years at this point. So this is... This foot race across the U.S. is a running race from L.A. to New York, taking 84 days. It was called the Bunyan Derby by the papers. Wow! And, uh, the, guy yeah. and the guy who won
0: it. were created.
1: Yeah, the guy who run it was called Andy Payne. It's amazing. The guy wins it. <laughs> um, but like an incredible, like feat of, of athleticism to run across the across the U.S. But the traveling entertainment. Was a truck full of dead bodies and waxworks of famous criminals. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, what the fuck were they thinking? What is this? Hey, look, wait, like... uh, Buster, Buster, me and you are both runners. <laughs> you know what? When we get in, what's, mm. what's the first thing you do? First thing I do is I always look up criminal pasts and go, oh, ah, yeah. oh, that, that's really, really helped the lactic acid to get out of my legs. Yeah, I brilliant. get my foam roller it. out.
1: To... Put Safe Search on and I just look at photos of famous cowboys. Yeah.
0: it just I feel mean, a whole lot better. Like, this is just how things go. Can
1: you imagine yeah. that the equivalent of this would be the Tour de France, really, I think? Like a big athletic tour across the country. The Tour de France having a basically like a, a P.T. Barnum esque truck full of weird shit following around or dead babies.
0: Yeah, and just kittens, have like Har- kitten Har- skins. Har- they have like Harold Shipman. Try, yeah. Harold Shipman. Just... Harold uh, Shipman's House of Mirrors. <laughs> My just God. they're just waving, <laughs> like, or filling out a prescription. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or Lance
1: much? Armstrong trying to promote people to get the COVID vaccine.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Come on, you can hide the vaccine syringes in a high heel shoe, perhaps. <laughs> you can lie about it for years. It's great. Lancia, <laughs> oh, Lancia bastard But then, Incredibly right, it's getting even weirder from this point So he's now been He's been dead for 22 weirder. years now It can't it's get weirder the man, was,
0: the man was a shit criminal A shit criminal yeah. I couldn't really yes. do anything He then died because of his shit criminality And yeah. then is now being paraded And toured around on some kind of Well Just strange ghost train like it's yeah. just all a bit weird.
1: <laughs> well, it, it it does actually get weirder. So, it's thir- 1933 now. He's been dead for 22, 22 years. Um, the the corpse was given on a loan from the guy who runs the traveling museum of crime. This guy, Lewis Sonny, loans him to a film director friend of his to promote a film called Narcotic, which was supposed to be like a a, a film uh, highlighting the evils of drug use. And he put McCurdy's body on display in the foyer of the cinema, with signs and information around warning people about using drugs, claiming that McCurdy was in fact a dead duck fiend <laughs> who killed himself after running with the police because he'd robbed a convenience store to fund his drug habit. This, so, yeah,
0: but this, this might not even for him. This could all be true. You know what Chinese <laughs> whispers is like. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Just the, the, the tale of Elmer McCurdy. It's well, just that's, got this weirder is where and weirder this and weirder. It's become more of like a legend by this point in time. Rather I than... think it's
1: gone beyond legend to myth at this point. Because this is actually a really interesting part of this story. Is that his name is not included when he's on display in these foyers. That bit of right. his story is now missing. And his story has been changed. So it's like this. he's been used as this prop rather than a, like a freak show attraction in his own right. He's just a, look at this drug addict. And and the weird thing about this as well is it's 22 years, right? So his body has actually started to mummify. His skin is tightened to become hard and shriveled. The body is shrunk because of this. And he looks like shit. <laughs> the film director has explained this away to people saying that this is what happens when you use drugs, you know. <laughs> you, you know the packet says to use just two paracetamol. If you have four, <laughs> you're gonna look like this. <laughs> 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 the guys, the guys, the guys. Are, I reckon it sounds kind of implausible, but then you remember Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones, like that. Yeah. He's looking like that now, basically.
0: But he's still alive.
1: Just or well, is he? Oh, yeah. yeah, he is actually. Yeah. He is, is he? He's very
0: much going. <laughs> How any of the people from the Rolling Stones are still going? <laughs> they're like 80 years old and they're jumping around the stage. It
1: defies science. The story continues. And I think this is a bit of a turning point then when his, like, his name, as I said, his name and his story have been kind of altered. So the guy who owned all of these bodies and waxworks, Lewis Sonny, dies. And his son inherits all of his collection of weird shit that he has. So it all goes into storage. <laughs> what the
0: fuck <laughs> and they're just put, like
1: put in a, like you know storage walls can you imagine opening this yeah, thing <laughs> it's a load of crispy old cowboys
0: I'm just sitting there just being like I am your father's lawyer and I need to settle his will so his wife <laughs> you get the estate brilliant loads of money there his first daughter oh you get his second home and his car brilliant yeah and to my only son, you get the dead guy that I've been touring <laughs> around with for ages.
1: What yeah. the dead dope fiend? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he he gets all this shit and he puts it in storage because he didn't really know what to do with it. Um, and it's 1949. This happens. So the D Day is now 38 years ago. He's uh he's been he's been dead for 38 years. Then. The, this, this son who inherited this crappy collection of waxworks and bodies decided to sell it and get rid of it. Uh sells the whole lot for $10,000 to a guy who collects waxworks, a guy called Spoonie Singh, who owns, <laughs> which is amazing. Uh, amazing for, amazing for, name. He should for, be for, a celebrity. Well, he apparently he was. He was quite famous in Hollywood for running the Hollywood Wax Museum. So it's very right. like a modern-day swords, You know, they had like Marilyn Monroe um, waxworks and things like it, this. This was um,
0: probably not dead people inside the waxworks.
1: No, and that's this is where this that starts to get really fucked up because he is now legitimately mixed up in waxwork collections. Right. And he he died aged thirty-one and he's now been dead for 57 years, so he's older as a fake <laughs> waxwork dead cowboy than he, than he was ever as a person.
0: Well, it sounds like he's brought a lot of joy to a lot well, of
1: people. And he was also holding down jobs like he'd never had before yeah. in life. <laughs> he just bounced around from town to town, drinking and getting sacked as a plumber and discharged from the army. It's, he's it's he's getting some big-ticket gigs now.
0: It's amazing by not talking back you can keep your job for a long, long time, isn't it?
1: Keep just your head down, yeah. Keep, well, keep your face upright <laughs> and yes, just stand like, looked- a,
0: stand like a statue, that's the moral of this story.
1: The future of work, innit. Automation, just if you can automate your life, actually, by just standing <laughs> in statuesque. Well, his next job was pretty cool. His next job was uh, to be exhibited at Mount Rushmore.
0: And what year is this, sorry? This is 1968.
1: Jesus Christ. He uh, was exhibited at Mount Rushmore for reasons that are not explained, but possibly because he's now believed to be a waxwork. And unfortunately, because he was displayed there outside, there was a windy day and he fell over. Right. And everyone else is like,
0: hang on a minute, waxworks don't fall over. They're quite quite hefty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Quite he, empty. And, and why is it shrinking? I'm sure it was much bigger <laughs> 10 years ago when we bought him. Yeah. <laughs> well, because...
1: I think partly because he's been mixing things, this is a, 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 a maybe a side detail. He'd been given touch-up work, so he'd been painted... <laughs> couple of times did
0: they not realize he was not wax at this point in time when they're talking so, up? i yeah. did wax here i did wax there because yeah it doesn't look like right. no
1: really yes they've been putting wax on top of him <laughs> to fix the bits that were unwaxy and painting him a little bit like rosy cheeks and stuff but he fell over when he was at mount rushmore lost quite a few of his fingers most of his toes and the tips of his ears so oh, bless him. he was he was he was retired because apparently he now didn't look very lifelike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did like, did and he was hands? he You're was the... the
1: most lifelike they've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only waxwork who'd actually done stuff. So are you starting to feel sorry for him now here like he's he's been sacked around carnivals. he's been painted, waxed over sold multiple times and now he's just lost another job at Mount Rushmore because he doesn't look lifelike enough and he's a dead body.
0: No <laughs> <laughs> I I do like, you know, it's a shame. But I just think that he's brought so much joy to so many people. <laughs> For profit for, for profit, yeah. He's made I a lot of people admit. a lot of
1: money. He's probably yeah. made more money for other people than he ever did for himself with his shit, multi coin demijohns of yeah. whiskey train robbing career.
0: It was sold for 10 grand, so made a good yeah, good wage there. Decent. But... No, I...
1: so he's been retired now because of his uh, his lack of digits and ears, meaning that he's not looking lifelike enough. What do you reckon's next for McCurdy in his uh, his glittering stage career?
0: Well, clearly, this story is being told like he, they could have, they've could got to have found out that he We've was got just have, a dead body at one yeah. point in time but they, they've got to get to that point where they're like oh this is a real person
1: bingo that is exactly it so the very last stage in his journey is this one he gets sold to a fairground to be put in like a ghost train fun
0: house thing <laughs> with like three fingers <laughs> two toes <laughs> yeah. and no ears
1: and they're like, oh, look at this beaten up zombie-looking body. Like, that's great. So they hung him upon a fake gallows, and he was in like a funhouse ghost train thing in Long Beach, California. And this is when it's finally discovered what had really gone on. So the year now finally, it's 1976, Shitting, 65 man. years <laughs> after this guy was dead, he was shot dead. The the crew for the TV series, The Six Million Dollar Man was filming at this fair in this ghost house, a ghost train sort of house and one of the crew was like, can we move this creepy non-lifelike, broken to bits (laughs) mummified, weird covered in paint fucking thing out the shot because it's it's making everyone weirded out. Goes to move it and his arm comes off clean. Bang. And they're like whoa, this waxwork is really realistic. They've gone to the trouble of putting human bone and muscle tissue inside it. And that's when they were like,
0: "That must have been horrible, stank." Yeah,
1: yeah. Not a 65-year-old mummified.
0: There must have been like maggots in there. There must have been so much. Well, because of
1: the arsenic and the many layers of wax and phosphorus paint, that he was actually pretty, pretty tidily dried up in there. Um, But because it's a dead body, you have to get like CSI in to find out, you know. Who the hell this is? You know, you can't just say, "Oh, it's some old dead body." They need to find out You know, as best they can, who it is, when they died, and you know, if any old criminal investigations need to be opened up. But the CSI team did come in, and they they found the following clues. Um, So they found
0: a whiskey bottle in his hand. Yeah, (laughs) he embalmed himself with whiskey. (laughs) He's got, he's got, he's got, he's he's holding a bottle of whiskey. That's that's Elmer. Is that Elmer? Is that it's a demijohn? Pretty sure that's a demijohn, <laughs> actually.
1: <laughs> so they found he'd like waxed and painted several times. They found the uh, scars from the autopsy that had happened when he was first shot, and they found the gunshot wound. And the bullet had been removed, but the bullet jacket uh, was found in there. And this is the first clue. It was a type of bullet called a gas check bullet jacket, which is a type of bullet. Uh, from early revolvers, which was only really used between 1905 and 1940. So they're like, shit, this, you know, it's 1976, like this this guy died before 1940. Yeah. That's that's the first big clue. Um, then they, they found the body had been embalmed with arsenic and that put it even further back. They're like, shit, they stopped using that in the late 20s. No one not embalmed with arsenic after that point. So okay. this is at the very latest, 1928, something like that. The very earliest, 1905. They just,
0: they, don't they just use asbestos now to, to embalm? Much better they, use,
1: um, they use fluff, marshmallow fluff. Uh, the stuff that's in the middle of Twinkies. That, that right. shit lasts forever. forever. It's delicious if you ever accidentally eat a mummified cowboy. They <laughs> then found the, a, a critical bit of evidence that helped identify him because at the moment all they'd really done is that you know he's a dead outlaw from the the wild west 1910 maybe early 1920s but any guess what the 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 final the the you know that moment at the end of a detective drama where the main detective goes wait a minute and runs back Da-da-da-da. to go and arrest someone like the the bombshell bit of evidence yeah. any idea what that might be any something crazy
0: um
1: it wasn't like he didn't have a tattoo saying "My name is Elmer McCurdy." <laughs> <laughs> I was shot by the cops. He didn't what have a TikTok it? account or anything like that.
0: Did he have some like dynamite on him or something, or some dynamite <laughs> fragments? Like, they this is the way stories. Too, <laughs> this is way too much dynamite. Who way used, too much. Who used too much dynamite?
1: Oh, Elmer. He loved a good. He loved a good fireworks show. They. They well, the final thing that they they found. Dental records so they they went to go and take his remove his mandible so like the 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 bottom part of your jaw uh to analyze his teeth and they were going to try and find all sorts of things out like see if they could find any um wear and tear that would give you clues about his life and when he lived if there's anything like traces of any food or anything mad like that they could find but what they found when they removed the mandible was a 1924 penny and a ticket stub to the W. Pike Sideshow and Louis Sonny's Museum of Crime. Because when he was on display in the so carnival, fun. the very first one, they used to put fucking money in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they used to pay the guy by putting money and tickets in his mouth. Oh no. Now do you feel sorry for the guy? Yes the guy I mean it's bad enough that people go to perv on the body but to go like how much is it to to look at the body uh, just one penny shove it in his mouth <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of every day the guy would go <laughs> scraping money out of his mouth and when he sold him didn't bother checking for any more some of it, it got stuck in there wow
0: and so then they were to chase it from there
1: yeah, so they, they managed to get in touch with uh, the son of the guy who had bought him, one of the guys who bought him way back, confirming his story. Then that revealed all sorts of stuff. They found, like, yeah, the uh, record of his arrest, the autopsy, the funeral home. They've got photographs and stuff of him, and, like, they've put the whole thing together. All of the pieces were put together. Um, and by this point, his his mummified body weighed only 23 kilos because of all of the... Water had gone from it, it had shriveled up. The only thing left of it was, like, the the skin and arsenic skin. and dried oh, yeah. up bits of them. And he was finally laid to rest in 1977, shortly after he was discovered, when they finally discovered who he was. He'd been dead for 66 years. He was buried uh, in Oklahoma, and 300 people attended his funeral.
0: Oh, bless Because it. the story
1: had generated so much press attention. So the guy died, you know, with no family, and his body was unclaimed. When he was finally buried, three hundred people came. Maybe a world record for least people giving a fuck when you died, to most people giving a fuck when you're buried. So that's a big leap.
0: <laughs> that is a big leap from zero to three hundred.
1: Yeah, I mean, because wow. I kind of minus two because he had two long lost brothers who turned out to not be his brothers. Yeah, so he's gone kind of from minus two people giving any giving any giving to any shit three
0: hundred. Basically, all the Spartans turned up, didn't they? Yeah. Basically, what happened. <laughs>
1: they kicked him into the grave and showed, This <laughs> is Oklahoma.
0: <laughs> um, no, didn't they didn't want sorry.
1: him to be messed with as well. Because so I think everyone felt sorry for him at this point, having been sort of, I don't know, such an undignified death and such a long, long period of time where he'd been fucked around with. They decided to protect him from further molestation so they poured uh, over half a metre of concrete over the top of his coffin. Oh, that's quite Stop.
0: nice, just in case, because people would <laughs> actually nice probably touch. go... But they, they wouldn't normally get anyone else out, but just, <laughs> just him. They would be like, right, we're going to get him out again. Oh, poor geezer. No, I do feel sorry for him. Of course I feel sorry for the geezer. If they didn't right. concrete
1: him, people would dig him up, pull him out of his coffin, and take selfies shoving coins in his mouth. <laughs>
0: You one-armed zombie waxwork man.
1: <laughs> Great album name.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the um, I oh, just yeah, some drunk would would some kids would have would have unburied him, wouldn't they, and just yeah. throw him around to each other. Twenty-three <laughs> kilos, it would have been fine. Big yeah, yeah, that's either. hacky
1: sack material, that, isn't it?
0: Yeah, his, his dead body didn't do anything wrong, did it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: No. and he'd he paid the price, right? Like the. The, the, More than penny, so I the, think it was a penny penalty then, so. I think
0: it was a penny per <laughs> entry <That's so> <laughs> <laughs> Oh bless him. I, I think the um I think I think the worst thing is is it really is an indictment of what people are willing to do for money. And even in nineteen seventies yeah. and stuff like that it wasn't too far away and I still think nineteen seventies is thirty years ago by the way. But what are people just willing to do for money? Just carry around a, a dead corpse? There's
1: better They're ways mental, to make money.
0: Isn't it? There's much nicer, better ways. But to be fair, at the same time, free labour. To be fair, if there was a heaven or hell, he'd definitely be in hell. There was no way he was making that of heaven, was yeah. he?
1: Although if you believe in the um, sort of pagan afterlife, you know in ancient Greece they would put a uh, coin on your tongue. Or on your eyes to pay yeah. the boatman Sharon to take you across the sticks. Which I love that he was called Sharon. It was like CH Sharon, but kinda of pronounced Sharon. <laughs> so imagine like the boatman's got like a really tightly pulled back ponytail and's wearing a tracksuit.
0: <laughs> Alright, then who've I got here today then? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like if if he's got a coin or two to pay, Elma is, it Elmer,
0: the is it Elmer, get yeah. on. on. <laughs> Have you got, you got your coins? Got your don't look so here. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but he
1: had enough to pay for a ton of other people. He's probably stood on the on the bank paying for a load of other people's tricks yeah. across the sticks, hasn't he?
0: But he wouldn't have. He would have just taken all their money. No, That's no, what no he, would he would have taken done. the melted you, silver he, coins he, he and fucked to off take, to Hades, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. And then blown up the boat that he was supposed to be. Yeah, he i now
1: got a conversation going about what you used to do when you were alive oh, I used to do uh, nitroglycerin stuff check this out so if I, and all I need to do is get this lit taper next to this here and then boom
0: okay thank you very much for joining us on this week's that's news to me as always we go to go for a little summary from buster to see what we learned about today
1: this week we've learned what a demijohn is I think that's interesting We've also learned that if you're going to own embalmed dead bodies and waxworks of famous dead people, don't keep them in the same storage unit. Label them effectively. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to end up with all sorts of hijinks of people pulling arms off 66-year-old dead cowboys. Uh, you know, We've all been there. Yeah, It's an admin issue. Yeah. And
0: if you're going to blow up a safe, make sure you take <laughs> yeah. around the... The right amount of nitroglycerin. Yeah. don't take enough to, to completely obliterate the whole thing.
1: Yeah. When it comes to demolitions, less is more always. Yeah.
0: And, unless it's too little, then you need yeah, more. Yeah, and it doesn't go off at all. Yeah. The right amount. The sweet spot. <laughs> take the right amount. Somewhere
1: between incinerating money and melting coins on one end and the not having any of the coins or money on the other. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle there. And if all else fails, just nick the coat and watch of the train conductor. So.
0: <laughs> and as always, guys, if you want to turn your weekly dose of good news into a daily dose of good news, you can always follow us on our Instagram page at That's News To Me Pod. And if you would like to, you can always tell more friends about the podcast and pass it on. And in the meantime, that's all from me, and I'll uh, see you in a senite. And And canny. <laughs>